Well, that was some really relaxing music. But today's topic, well, not that relaxing one. Today we are going to talk about something really, really important. And definitely it is not something that any parent can relax upon. Hello friends, I am your host, Dr. Gaurav Nigam and welcome you all to Podcast by Dr. Dad. Every parent uh, of more than one child, they kind of dream it big, you know, when the new one comes in, they think that they're both going to be totally cuddly, uh, you know, they're going to share the toys, the clothes, they're going to wearing the matching cute little outfits and especially for the holiday photographs and defending one another against the bullies in the school or outside at the field, you know, literally they're going to be the best friends forever. Um uh, Reality check. Well, that's not the case most of the times. Uh, when you're actually raising two or more kids, you're actually dealing with wild, uh, with wildly two different characters, two different uh, temperaments, two different personalities, completely altogether. Uh, there's going to be competition. It's a fact. And there's obviously going to be a lot of fights, a lot of knickknacks and yes, a lot of love. So today we're going to talk about that almost every parent has gone through when they have had more than one kid. And we call that sibling rivalry. So getting the first thing straight is that what is the sibling rivalry? It is just described as, you know, some sort of a conflict that is between the two, two children uh, when they are related, uh, either can be blood related sibling, but it is also if it is step sibling, um, it can manifest in different, different ways, you know, like, uh, like, you know, just name calling, verbal or physical fighting. It might be, uh, you know, a constant sense of competition with one another, bickering, tattling. I, I, I know, I mean, you might be just thinking that, isn't this pretty common? Isn't this pretty normal? Yes, it is common and yes, it is normal. Uh, today's podcast is not more so about uh, what is wrong in this. It is just about what right we can do and what is actually even better. What more right we can do, uh, if I can say that, yes. As a partner, uh, don't you like sometimes want to pick up a fight with your spouse, isn't it? So uh, when we live with somebody for 24-7, there is a sort of a very strong bond that we start sharing. And that's definitely a very positive, a very good thing, actually. But sometimes it gets a little boring, you know, sometimes uh, we start taking things for granted and uh, sometimes... Sometimes a little bit of amount of irritation uh, starts cropping up. This is exactly the same thing that happens when, you know, uh, a brother and a sister or a brother and a brother, you know, when the two siblings are living together uh, because they're kind of dealing with each other. Both are developmentally different in their own ways. And also they are immature. I mean, compared to us, definitely. Yes. Right. So sometimes having such irritations, they're not able to really process it. So it in turns uh, get vented out in form of so-called sibling rivalry. I, 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 for some reason, actually think that it's a very, very strong term, you know, the word rivalry. But then again, uh, the, the nomenclature as such has been going on since quite some time. So there are certain factors definitely, you know, which lead to uh, which act as a stimulus for this irritation to pop up even uh, more, such as like lesser age gap between the two children and especially uh, when 
the new child comes in the family and you know the newborn and and the elder one starts feeling that you know the attention is being taken up from him and is being given to uh, the new kid definitely that's one of the things that uh, that can exaggerate that can aggravate this particular behavior also the certain um, moments like big moments in the life like for example you know moving to a new house or or in certain cases unfortunately parents getting divorced these are the events that kids do not really know how to process it even the adults do not know how to process it and in turn it it can actually uh, lead to the exaggeration of these frustrations in the kids <clears throat> and who else they take it out on to the ones that they are nearest to in most of the cases it's their siblings right uh among other factors it is uh, like when the child starts getting a sense of individuality you know this can actually spark sort of a competition of individuality between the two siblings and like i am taller no you are taller i am taller you are shorter and uh, you know i can be faster than you etc etc there's so many things sometimes when the person who loses on it by the virtue of uh, natural factors or whatever might not be able to take this whole uh, conversation in a very lighter sense and thereby breeding such frustrations uh, again um, also family dynamics uh, if one child actually let's say god forbid if one child has some chronic uh some chronic illness uh, or 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 need some special attention because of whatever reason the thing is that the, it can actually kind of throw off the other uh, sibling definitely as parents we basically come across so many times that you know we want to blame ourselves for our kids behavior but before you start doing that you just need to realize that this is a perfectly normal thing to have and uh, you need to take a deep breath siblings are going to fight they're going to fight either you interfere or you don't so just take a back seat relax and listen to this podcast what what we're going to speak now okay so uh, your choices actually can contribute to or even worsen an existing sibling rivalry so therefore it is very important to act in the right way but chances there are very high chances that you know you haven't directly caused your kids to compete with one another plus uh, there is no matter what you do you cannot stop it completely now having that said uh, definitely there are parental behavior that can exacerbate the sibling rivalry uh, there are times when you will do things unknowingly or even knowingly actually you could be setting yourself and your kids up for a lot and lot of angst all right so constantly you know like i remember uh, last year there was this mother who used to constantly constantly praise the elder child like it's 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 a little contrary to what we normally see in the natural behavior but she used to constantly praise the elder child and she was a fabulous uh, daughter like she was a scholar in her school and etc etc and and criticized the other one at the same time the younger one there were really a lot of issues that propped up in that particular uh, scenario again um sometimes what parents do is they start cropping a competition among the two kids themselves like you know uh, he has eaten it but you haven't so he wins right so don't do that don't don't create these artificial competitions i mean they really not going to lead anywhere and unnecessarily it's going to breed a sense of competition into everything which is really not required uh another thing is um sometimes we we kind of label children like like 
the for the eldest daughter if she's really good at maths we start calling her oh she is like the math genius oh he is like the artist uh, i mean yes we can do that we should do that yes but there needs to be a balance yes if i'm good at maths i want my parent to say yes i'm good at maths i agree and one should definitely but also at the same time we need to keep that balance that where we are actually um, appreciating one kid we should also appreciate the other kid finding what the other child is good at and at the same time we should not overdo none, any of the things right you might be still wondering uh, so so what i have two children um, they fight they are good with each other they share stuff they do not share stuff at time so so do they really have sibling rivalry they want to ask this like i want to ask this if i were you so uh, let's take some examples just to understand this whole situation a little better let's say you have a 4 year old son and uh, he accidentally now mind you i'm i'm sitting in the other side of the studio and i'm doing this quote and quote thing so he accidentally sits on the <laughs> on let's say a 1 year old baby brother while he's lying on a play mat now when you ask your oldest son you know uh, what happened he says i don't like the baby i don't want him to be uh, to you know maybe live here anymore now see the thing is these kids these small kids they're very honest sometimes they will give you the clue that's that's when you need to sit and you know have a talk with them and make them understand what things are and how they are very important and because they had been there throughout right uh second let's say um your 5 and 8 year old daughters are actually happily playing in one moment and uh just the next minute they're screaming about whatever xyz they're playing for right by the time you are just coming from let's say the hallway to them they're crying and refusing to play with each other being the worst enemies of each other again part of sibling rivalry after dinner let's say uh, you know your kids let um, again let's say the arbitrary age uh, of 5 7 and 9 uh, they start arguing like okay what what should we watch today i mean especially with the lockdown going on there a lot of uh, binge watching happening so what do we watch today uh, before the bed and eventually there's a fight and no one can actually able to see the tv so all these are actually examples of uh, i just used a lot of actually is there but yeah so uh, all these are examples of uh, sibling rivalry what can we do about all this uh, best thing try to stay out of your kids fight uh, because they will eventually make up they will learn how to make up with each other they know that they both need they all need each other and uh, when you won't interfere in between they will understand that see it is us we can fight we need to mend things up because that's how life goes on right uh you need to let them negotiate the whatever conflicts that they are having on their own only then they can understand how to make the peace out of it right but at the same time you need to keep a watch of what and how they are talking and handling the whole situation i'm not asking you to be a helicoptering around them no that's not what i mean but when you see that they are doing a good conflict resolution it's fine stay on your own but sometimes when you see that the things are going haywire so we need to understand that as a parent that you know very calmly we just need to superficially supervise sometimes to make things go smoother 
so let's go one by one and let's discuss these uh, uh, examples that we discussed in the previous one Let, let's say the, the, the let's say the first one we need to keep these things really really simple now if uh, uh, in this case uh, we need to address the insecurities of our older child where you know he actually had a accidentally he sat on the little baby's hand or whatever so we need to make sure that this older child understands that the little child is a part of our family and we collectively need to take care of this child also you need to give some really quality one-on-one -on -one time to the older sibling so that he understands that no matter what you are going to be the same mom or dad for the child let's take the second example um and, uh, when the two children are playing and they're having a fight like in the second example we can try to come to a common consensus where we tell them either choose or we stop the game completely altogether there are going to be time when they're going to be still reluctant it's fine go and stop the game together let's say they're playing about a ball or let's say they're playing about something that one person wants another person ask them to take turns otherwise take the thing away more than often you will find that they resolve they resolve the issues on their own uh, when your kids are actually deciding to pick up something to watch on the tv and when they protest you need to give them one chance to work among themselves okay i'm gonna give you five minutes you're gonna come up with one solution if you don't then there's no tv tonight simple so sometimes you have to give this all or none sort of a thing but at the same time you need to be very very balanced too now the common thread in these scenarios is that you as the parent you know you are taking the role of a sideline advisor not as the first line that's very 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 important you're not on the field uh, you know uh, umpire for them when encouraging a conflict resolution between your kids it's important actually to it's very very important for these points you need to avoid actually taking the sides you can't say that one person is better than the other or you are hurting them or they are hurting you no encourage a solution that's actually beneficial very very beneficial for everyone even if it involves some level of compromise you need to set limits okay fine you can discuss but they're not going to be any physical uh, hitting each other or you can't just call names to each other you need to keep that boundary you need to set it up some you need to avoid playing favorites for sure as kids will notice believe me they have far better observation power than you and i have so yes so there are also certain rules you know to facilitate this peacefulness inside the house first of all you need to understand that you never caused this sibling rivalry as such but your actions are very important that how and where it goes from here so forget about you know being fair to one and all so every kid is different every kid's need is different so how can you be actually same to everybody it's not one size fit all phenomena right also you need to prioritize one on one time with your child uh, you need to devote certain minutes or hour to check in with each of your kid individually it's very important they need to realize that you know you have some one on one time with them you need to create a sort of a culture inside the family which 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 breeds uh, uh, you know team play uh whether it's through games whether it's through cooking whether it's through some sort of uh, action where you know we kind of form teams and there we're working towards a common goal therefore that that, that culture is also very important uh, give everyone i mean that's a very um, cliche and a very necessary thing you need to give space 
if even if they're small that does not mean that they don't need their own space you need to keep maintain that privacy whether it's their bedroom or certain designated areas of the house you need to kind of give them some space also introduce family gatherings meetings this is actually an opportunity for them to socialize to understand how uh, the integration between the family members really work so what in a nutshell <laughs> your kids are going to fight they had fought and probably they're fighting right now it's probably not your fault but if they're fighting excessively you know something that you think is affecting their daily routine and uh, is kind of creating a disharmony inside the house this is the time when you need to look and introspect your behavior your children behavior and try to create a model using the podcast information and still if you think it is going further that's the time when you should consult your pediatrician uh there are often small ways where you can actually adjust your parenting techniques i know uh, there is no one way to do the right parenting so you need to keep on hit and trial and sometimes you've got your answer you've hit the bullseye i hope you have liked today's podcast still if you have any questions you should write to us at info@drdad.in that's d r d a d i n and uh you had always been a lovely audience we keep on getting these amazing emails from all of you and we really hope that you share our podcast and visit our website and ask us a lot of questions that actually kind of pumps us to you know uh, research more read more and get get you even better answers i hope you stay safe and please please stay safe stay indoors as much as possible have a very very nice day and a great great life thank you